This is Adventist World Radio Ghana, Voice of Hope. For today's Daylight Magazine, we have Your Bible and You, Youth Corner, and Moments of Truth. I'm your presenter, Emanuela Brefomenta, welcoming you to today's magazine. Stay tuned. Search the scriptures, for in them ye think ye have eternal life, and they are they which testify of me. Study to show yourself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. It is now time for your Bible and you. For our reflections, we shall look at Genesis chapter 5, verses 1 to 8. This is the written account of Adam's family line. When God created human beings, he made them in the likeness of God. He created them male and female and blessed them. And when they were created, he called them human beings. When Adam had lived 130 years, he had a son in his own likeness, in his own image, and he named him Seth. After Seth was born... Adam lived 800 years and had other sons and daughters. Altogether, Adam lived a total of 930 years, and then he died. When Seth had lived 105 years, he became the father of Enosh. After he became the father of Enosh, Seth lived 807 years and had other sons and daughters. Altogether, Seth lived a total of 912 years, and then he died. just listened to the audio version of Genesis chapter 5 verses 1 to 8. Keep this in your heart. Brace yourself for our next segment. Youth Corner. Wandering the road of desperate life, aimlessly beneath the barren sky. Leave it to me, I lead you home. So afraid that you will not be found, it won't be long before your sun goes down. Just leave it to me, I lead you home. Hello, wonderful listener. This is Youth Kana. We are back to you again. I'm your host, Rudy Mampim. We are going to continue with our previous discussion on education. And today, Kofi Inti is here with us. 
Gloria Mu is also here in the house. I'm your host, Redima Ampim. Education, Ahineba, let me start with you. Why do we need education? Education is supposed to transform people. Unless you say we don't want transformation, then we don't need education. Mm. Is education opens our minds, our eyes, it gives us knowledge, and it makes it easier to live in society. It helps us to do new things, do things differently, and improve our lives. So everybody needs education. You could see that the things that we've been doing from the past, things have changed it's because of education. And once you get educated, you don't have to be the same. Your society should not be the same. Things should be changed. That brings me to this question. Gloria, let me ask you, what influence do your peers, your friends, have on your education? My education has a lot of influence on my colleagues. How do they influence your education? Do they decide what program you should do? No. Okay, so what are the influence they have on you, well, on your education? Yeah. Sometimes it's like um, someone will tell you, this course is good. When you do this, this course, you will become this, you become that. But I don't let that um, have influence on me because as the individual, you have to know what you are to do. Let me say it's like you are choosing a program to offer in the university. and. Okay. Um, you have a friend, you might confront the person to give you some clue about the particular course that you are going to do. You have much knowledge about what you are to do. Mm-hmm. But as an individual, we need assistance from each other. You might go and consult a friend that I need help in this course, this program, what does he do? But the person might try to sometimes, the person will tell you that, oh, this course, when you offer, you will not get job to do. It's like the person will try to bring you down. Meanwhile, you know, you know the course that you are going to offer. Just that you ask um, an assistant from the person. But the person might try to bring you down. In this case, I don't allow that person to okay. let what he is saying you. affect me. Because I know what I want. I just asked you for assistance. I didn't ask you to. <laughs> just get me confused more. Okay. So that's how I All right. Yeah. So your friends on your education. Yeah. Or Hineba. When does it become necessary for parents or let me say friends? to choose a career for their words? This is a very difficult question. <laughs> Choosing career. career. Yes. You see, the person who is to study a certain course should know what he or she wants to become. So we're talking about interest. Yes. Just as Gloria was saying, people may say that this course is not a good course. That does not mean Nobody can be successful in that course. If you have interest in that, your interest will push you. But of course, you all know that parents have a bigger influence on us in terms of what we will become in future. It's like sometimes you go to school right from primary school, your parents say that they want you to become a medical doctor. And you don't have the interest to become a medical doctor. Mm -hmm. But they keep on pushing you and pushing you. I think what parents should do is rather guide the open avenues to the child and let the the child decide. But you see, that is why education is structured in a way that from primary school up to junior high school, you do almost everything. 
Then by the time you get into secondary school, at least you have a fair idea what you want to become. But still some children are late in making choices. Okay, they get to university, even after first degree, they don't even know what they want to become. become. But all the same, once you realize your interest, then you follow that and you do that. But you don't actually look at what friends are doing. Because all my friends are doing this course and I have to. Because now it's so common. (laughs) Everybody is doing become. So let me also go and do become. Yeah. The technology is growing. So let me go into computer science or information technology. Yeah. But you should know yourself. Maybe let's look at if Michael Justin Pewens asked him to be a boxer. Yes. (laughs) And you see, Muhammad Ali. Becoming a musician. You see the disaster that would have happened. Yes. Okay, but Osh became stars in their profession. Yes, because they did that with passion, with the interest that they grew by doing what they love doing. So get to know your interest, what you like doing best. But as parents, it's better you try to monitor your children. You know, sometimes you see your child may want to do things with their hands. Yes. Sometimes life talking. You know, you should observe all these things. You know, it's assumed that if he likes doing things with the hand and creativity, talking about engineering, mm-hmm. the medical profession, then you're talking <laughs> a lawyer, Journalist could be politician, but it doesn't really mean that it is always the case. But all the same, you should rather watch the child and direct, get information from the child and get to know. So when you get to university and people are in uh, doing a particular course, like I don't like accounting. I've never liked accounting. And because my friends are doing accounting, you want me to be an An accountant. accountant. I can't imagine the kind of accountant I will be. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a health professional. Educate people on health because I like talking. (laughs) Influence people. Convince them. So that is what you have to watch and get to know. In a physical state, some of our colleagues are deformed. In one way or the other, their education is being affected through their friends in the school, in school life. Yeah. What What kind of deformity are you talking about? Disabilities, let me say. You see, the issue is that you could be disabled Mm -hmm. in the body, but not in the mind. You may not be able to walk. That is why nowadays they don't want to be called disabled. Disabled people. They say they are physically challenged. Okay. They are not disabled, but they are physically challenged. Hmm. Wonderful listener. I know you're enjoying it. You are being educated, but so soon our time is up. So we have to go. Don't worry about it. No, don't cry. Because we will come back. And when we come back, we will start from where we ended. Ohineba Kofint was with me in the studio. Gloria Moutu was with me. I'm your host, Rudy Mampim. This is Youth Kana. Thank you for listening.
If you need further information or study materials on issues we have discussed, please write to Adventist World Radio Ghana, Valley View University, P.O. Box AF 595, Adenta, Accra, Ghana, West Africa. Or if you have access to the internet, send us an email through radio at vvu.edu.gh. Or better still, you can call us on plus two three 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 zero seven zero five one zero five eight or plus two three three two zero eight seven zero four five three two. If our lines are busy, don't give up. Just keep on trying, for we're expecting your calls, emails and letters. This is Adventist World Radio Ghana, Voice of Hope.
The only way to multiply happiness is to draw closer to God through His Word. It is now time for Moment of Truth. This is Moment of Truth, a special time set aside by the Lord to speak to our heart. Father, in the name of Jesus, I commit all my listeners unto the hands of the living God. Father, grant them divine understanding through the power of the Holy Spirit. Let your words be clear unto your people in the mighty name of Jesus. We continue our series, The Holy Spirit and New Tongues, Part 2. Beloved in the Lord, Paul was addressing the misuse of the gift of tongue. Instead of speaking known languages, the brethren in Corinth, when they gather for worship, because they have the ability through the power of the Holy Spirit to speak other languages, begin to speak languages that were foreign to the congregation. And Paul says, you cannot do that. You are misapplying God's perfect gift. And these were clear languages, not barbering as we see today. So Paul began to take them, even in the church, the gift of ministry as set up in the church, in the order of their importance as God put it, or in the order of their value, because they are all important. And see, the first apostle, second prophet, third in that order, until he came to the last as the gift of tongues and its interpretation. And now, Paul continued and said, fine, we have this gift of ministry. You can speak in tongues, though it can be the least one, but I tell you that desire the best of the gift. And yet, I show you the more excellent way of desiring the best of the gift. That is in 1 Corinthians 12, 31. And we come to 1 Corinthians 13, Paul began to talk about the excellence of this gift. And it says in verse 2 that though in verse 1 of chapter 13 of 1 Corinthians, that though I speak with the tongue of men and of angels, but have not love, I have become sounding brass or a clanging cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. So Paul began to draw the mind of the congregation to the excellence of the gift, the ultimate of it, and say that the ultimate of it is love. And now, that love that Paul is talking about is a fruit of the Holy Spirit. So Paul says that speaking in languages and talking in the church is not the ultimate. The ultimate, I want to know, is that is to be filled with the Holy Spirit, that you bear fruit of love. And if the Spirit fills you and controls your life, there must not be distortion in the church of God. It must be done orderly. So you desire the infilling of the Holy Spirit, the gift of tongues in you, you are misusing it. Maybe the point here is that you are missing your connection with God, with the Holy Spirit. So I'm bringing you back to the basis that desire the love. And how do you get it? When the Holy Spirit comes to fill you, then you'll be able to use that gift 
in its proper manner. So Paul began to expand the word of God, the church of Corinth. Now, Paul talks about prophecy. He says, but he wished that especially we prophesy. When people hear the word today, prophecy, they think that we must speak a word, something that should occur in the future. But in prophecy, it has got two meanings. To foretell, that is to say something that will happen in the future or to tell forth. Simply means to preach the word. As you hear my voice, I'm telling for the truth. And it is also a prophecy because it's predicting what will happen in the world in the future. Because preaching of the word as at Pentecost builds the church and it won many souls to the church as Paul says. Come to verse 14, 1 Corinthians 14 verse 1. Paul continued with the emphasis on love and says, Pursue love and desire spiritual gift, but especially that you may prophesy, you may speak the word. You see, Paul began to see the church. What is the essence of it all? Is it just to speak in other languages? No, that is a gift. But make sure you are filled with the Holy Spirit to fill you to the full, then you'll be able to be instrument of God as it happened on the day of Pentecost when 3,000 souls were won because the disciples were filled with the Holy Spirit and they were able to speak in the language with the power of the Holy Ghost. Don't just speak the language, but be filled. So Paul began to emphasize the essence of how we should live in the house of God. Beloved in the Lord, ask Jesus to fill you with his Holy Spirit. Ask Jesus to make you bear fruit of righteousness, which is the essence of the Holy Spirit living in us. We are filled with the love of God. That takes the place of our hatred, our anger, our wickedness. We are transformed. And Paul says, we become new creations, become God's children, and the altars pass away. We cannot be speaking in tongues and be fornicating and be hating people. But if we are filled with the Holy Spirit, we bear the fruit of love. We live at peace with one another and we abhor sin and we live in the purity of God. And Paul says, when that happens, we should record ourselves as being dead indeed unto sin. By this, men will know that you are a child of God. When you allow yourself to be filled with the Holy Spirit, Speaking in tongues is a gift of God. You can speak it all right, as the Bible teaches it. The pure language that God gives you through the power of the Holy Spirit, not barbary, but pure, divine, pure language spoken by men through the power of the Holy Spirit, then you can say you are speaking in tongues, not but real languages. May God richly bless you. May God strengthen you and quicken you and revive you. Father, I pray for my listening. I pray for the unctioning of the Holy Ghost. I pray that they may desire or pursue love and also desire spiritual gift. But especially that they may prophesy, speak the word. That will bring many souls into the kingdom of heaven as it happened on the day of Pentecost. May the Lord God Almighty be your strength. In Jesus' name, amen. This is your servant, Pastor G.Y. Aguadu. God richly bless you.
This is Adventist World Radio Ghana, Voice of Hope. If you need further information or study materials on issues we have discussed, please contact us on Adventist World Radio Ghana, Valley View University, P.O. Box AF 595, Adenta, Accra, Ghana, West Africa. Or if you have access to the internet, send us an email through radio at vvu.edu.gh or better still you can call us on plus 233-3070-51058 or plus 233-2087-04532 if our lines are busy don't give up just keep on trying for we're expecting your calls emails and letters my dear listener i believe you have been blessed by our programs keep pondering over lessons learned from our magazines to stay blessed enjoy the rest of your day i have been your presenter emanuela brifo mensa bye for now <laughs>